Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Everybody needs leads. That is the lifeblood of your business. There's no doubt without leads, you have no business. And today we're going to be talking about how to generate real estate leads now with YouTube. And before Julie gets to her first point, I want her to share with you an interesting story, actually a couple stories. I want you to share with them the story about the tree houses in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to share with them the story about Lance and Karen Kenmore in Kennewick, Washington. Okay, so the first one, th this is in the uh, perspective of talking with coaching clients and why we want to do video. So one of the things that we do is we do we, we try and take off our real estate agent hat and we put on our buyer or seller hat and we think, okay, well, if you're selling property in, say, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, uh, I'm sorry, if you're looking to buy, you're, you're now a buyer or seller and you want to look up homes for sale in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And I, I did that as a sample just to see what we get, right? And the first thing that pops up is this really cute um, you, you, the thumbnail, right? The picture that, that is a, a great looking house built up in the trees and a banner that says uh, Gatlinburg Treehouse for Sale. It had 30,000 views. It was astonishing. And the one underneath it, very similar, had about 17,000 views. This is what people are wanting to see. That's well, the evidence. But more importantly, though, not only was it a very simple, not not very fancy or overly produced video, not you told all. me. I didn't see it, but you Typical told me. home tour kind of thing. Uh, but the agent uh, did not really do any sort of lead capture or calls to action or anything nope. in the video. It was just a video they put up. They probably don't even know the video said 30,000 <laughs> views. Not. That's the point. Yeah. And then you were telling me, it, well, so why are we telling you guys this? Because what we've been uh, building up to, hopefully, is giving you the courage and, the, frankly, the gumption to start creating videos and move past the idea that you have to be some sort of YouTube influencer video star because those aren't necessarily the ones where you're going to get the leads from. The overly produced ones and the bright, shiny color ones, those are not going to attract necessarily the customers you want. Your customers and really where the I think the new generation of YouTube viewers is going is looking for more, uh, I think, informal but sophisticated sophisticated, educated content because there's so much fluff that's out there. It's kind of like in the real estate coaching and training space. There's so much fluff that's out there that's all sort of saying the same thing. And then you hopefully stumble across Julie and I and you realize, well, there's a heck of a difference between somebody who's actually a professional who's been doing coaching and training for decades versus someone that just decided to call them a YouTube, uh, call themselves a coach and go on YouTube 60 days ago, right? You guys start being able to discern a difference. Consumers have been you know, going through the same exact process as long as you have. And they're now looking for not just some pretty shiny, flashy video about, for example, Gatlinburg Real Estate. They're looking for somebody that they can trust that seems to have an innate higher level uh, knowledge of that particular market. And the way you do that is after you've captured their interest with the title in the actual video, then you've got to give them a whole bunch of links on exactly where they're supposed to click and what actions they're supposed to take. All right, along those lines, let's talk about Lance and Karen in Kennewick, Washington. Yes. And you did this, by the way, and we had all of our coaches and um, everyone in Premier you were supposed to do this as well. Go and do exactly that. Act like you were a buyer and doing a little search for homes for sale. And I'll give you a little bit of advanced searching advice. Look as if you were moving up to a more expensive home for sale. That way you might capture, for example, in Gatlinburg, uh, Tennessee. Maybe you don't want to be, uh, well, vacation properties are always great because those are generally speaking bought by more affluent people. But the move might be 
how to buy your second home in Gatlinburg. Here's a great tree house, that kind of thing. And that way you're going to get people that have multiple properties already or potential move up folks. So think in terms of multiple transactions. Don't always just think in terms of first time buyers. First time buyers are fantastic, but your goal and your mission in life, especially in a changing market like this, is to be a listing agent. So always bait your hook with things that you would think that a potential, you know, buyer ideally, but a buyer that has a house to sell might be searching for it. That's right. So we did a similar type of tests for, you know, if I look for homes in Tri-Cities. So Tri-Cities is where the uh, long-term clients, uh, the Kenmore sell, which includes places like Kennewick, Washington, that's Washington State, but they call it Tri-Cities. So I typed in looking for a home in Kennewick, Washington, and up pops top eight reasons I love Tri-Cities. And it had like, I think it was 37,000 views. Some of you guys live in towns that there aren't 37,000 people. That's a lot of views. And Lance didn't even realize that video existed. That's right. He didn't even realize. he, he had, And this was a viable competitor of his. Mm-hmm. And then Lance is now realizing. And Lance and Karen sell, what, 400 houses Between a year? Between 400 and 500 homes a year. Yeah, that's incredible. And they've been with us for a long time. So if you want to know how to sell four or 500 uh, houses you know, a year, here's a, a suggestion. You stay with a great coach for a long period of time. <laughs> but that aside, so they were selling, uh, they're wondering, or I think uh, Lance was discovering why this particular competitor was starting to sell more houses is simply because he was creating more YouTube videos. And the YouTube videos themselves, and I did watch these, were not particularly fancy. They were just no. like the ones we suggested to you guys the other day about, what was it? And we have it on Premiere. It's content on Premiere. What was it mm-hmm. 38 video content ideas that you can go and emulate and create and start churning out none of which requires a bunch of effort we'll even go as far as to say is don't even edit them honestly if you find yourself tripping over th- something and a dog barking in the background that is not that doesn't uh, that doesn't hurt your views and it certainly doesn't hurt your audience it makes it more real actually it does it makes it more real and again this is weird but the more polished it is, the more flashy it is, the less people are going to trust it. I don't know if that is a long-term trend or a temporary trend, but all you've got to do is look at the view stats to know what I'm saying is true. So Lance and Karen discovered that there, uh, they had not one, but two competitors yes. that were essentially amassing a big uh, viewership Following. on YouTube. Yes. And so what we looked at was not just the content, because that's important to give the people what they're searching for but also how that video was set up. And I was looking for evidence of exactly what we rolled out in last week's podcasts and some of this week's podcasts about it's not just throwing a video up. It's 12 specific things that you do in your description to that video to optimize it basically, which we went over on previous podcasts. None of it is hard and it's I think 100% free. And the check, all the checklists and everything, for those of you guys who are searching for this information, we did uh, share it with you on the podcast and, of course, on our YouTube channel. But the uh, drill down, the actual checklists are on. So those of you in Premier Coaching, they're in level one of Premier Coaching. So you can just go and download those checklists. And a lot of, most of this stuff is, there's like 20 boilerplate things. Did you do this? Did you do this? It's all basic stuff. It's kind of like if you were back in, you know, high school learning how to write a three paragraph essay and they're telling you exactly the framework of each paragraph. That's all you have to do with this YouTube stuff. It's not like it was, you know, 20 years ago when you're trying to figure out how to do SEO on the search engines. It's much, much simpler, much essentially, like I said, following a checklist and that is waiting for you over on Premiere. Oh, and by the way, also waiting for you over on Premiere are scripts, objection handlers, your 90 day massive action plan, your real estate survival guide, your real estate treasure map. Um, We have so much immediate content, so much immediate 
urgently needed by many of you information that really the fact is, is that hundreds of you have joined Premier Coaching this month. Hundreds of you will join Premier Coaching in the next couple of weeks. And I encourage all of you to join urgently. And remember, you do have instant access to your daily semi-private coaching session with your Harris Certified Coach the second you enroll. So all you've got to do, and it's 100% free. Did I mention it was free? Did I mention this costs you nothing to join? Did I mention you get de- uh, you're able to download and use all this information I just said to you? the second you enroll and also have immediate access to the Harris Certified Coach on your daily semi-private coaching session, here's all you have to do. There's two simple ways to do it. Just text the word PREMIER to 47372. Text the word PREMIER to 47372. And here's what's going to happen. You can do this now while you're listening to us. Just text the word PREMIER to 47372. We're going to text you back um, a little, you know, you have to then uh, respond to a text that we spent that we send to you. You have to respond. Yes, I want to receive the information. That's basically the way the law works. And then we're going to text you the link to join uh, Premier today, urgently, right away. Now, if you don't want to SMS or if you're outside of the continental United States, if you're in Canada or someplace else in Europe, and we have like listenership all over the world now, we encourage you also to join. But you don't have to text. You can just go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. Listen, we know you guys love this podcast and our YouTube channel. The podcast is the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. And we're confident that this YouTube channel will quickly become one of the top, if not the top YouTube channel for real estate coaching and training in at least the United States. Our book is at, you know, Harris Rules is a all-time bestseller real estate success book. So we know you guys love what we're providing for you. Imagine what you're going to get as a premier coaching client. So just text the word premier to 47372. And remember, message and data rates may apply. Yes, so let's drill down on some facts and then we're going to get to some specific points about top eight realtor excuses why you guys aren't yet killing it perhaps on YouTube. But first, did you know that social media videos are shared 1,200% more than text text and images combined? And did you know that the video drives 157% increase in organic traffic from search engine results like Google? And 73% of home sellers say they prefer to list with agents who use video. 51% of home buyers use YouTube as their number one search engine. Some of you listening don't realize that YouTube is used as a search engine. You're used to going to Google and Google still is number one, but Google's number two. Well, no, YouTube's number two. I'm sorry, I said it backwards. Google owns YouTube. And so what's happening, if you do this on your mobile device, it's really obvious. You do a search for anything. Just think of something and do a search for it, right? best rated coffee or just whatever, right? You're going to see that what's going to happen is after the paid placement ads, you're going to see a stream of YouTube videos about that particular content. Mm -hmm. Now, what's exciting for me to see is when we've done this for coaching clients is that there's very little reason to believe that you cannot, with a little bit of effort, a little bit of consistent effort, and again, we show you how to do this in Premier Coaching, start creating a stream of videos that will then all of a sudden result in you in your videos being found when people do searches using your keywords. This is not any anything that's going to require any sort of delegation, really, or any set, sort of a high-level technical expertise. Nope. Matter of fact, Julie and I listened to this. Uh, I don't remember. Donnie Laws, that's his name. Mm-hmm. There's this guy that makes these videos about Appalachia. And based on his voice, I'm guessing he's in his 70s or 80s. And he creates, you guys just, I don't know if you're interested in all in Appalachia, but the Smoky Mountains where Julie and I are now, it's where our old cabin is for the summer. 
So the stories and the lore that's around here are just so amazing. And they go back hundreds of years where there's this guy, this, you know, I, again, I think he's a, you know, an older gentleman. He creates these videos and you watch the videos. They're just slideshows with sort of him vamping and telling his stories and all the rest of it. And Zoe loves it. Julie and I love it. It's fantastic to watch, but that goes to the point where you don't, my point being, and he's never on the video, by the way, it's just his voice that you don't ever need to worry about a high production video content. It's the uh, the frequency of your creating the creation of the videos that are going to reinforce the keywords that you want to have, which are all the types of keywords that people would be searching for if they're looking for homes for sale in your particular area or thinking about putting a home for sale. And that's what uh, you need to start producing on a regular basis. Don't overthink it. Just start doing it. Julie? That's right. It's more about content. So why aren't you doing it yet? Well, number one, it wasn't until now that you understood the importance of it. Maybe you didn't know until now that Google owns YouTube and that people use YouTube as a search engine. YouTube feeds Google results. People use that to search by. Now you know. Okay. These Point. are all the excuses. We're eliminating excuses, right? We're removing the excuses for you not to do this um, because I know some of you have been, you know, really at the end of the day to summarize all these excuses. And I want, this is kind of a, maybe a Maybe a little bit too brutal for some of you, but I want you to at least consider it. You are not doing YouTube videos because you might not be not be as serious about your real estate business as you should be. And I want you to ask yourself that question. Am I not doing this you know, type of work because I'm not sure if I'm going to get the benefit of the efforts that I'm going to put forth creating these videos because I'm not sure if I'm going to be in real estate six months, let alone a year. That might be at the heart of what's going on in your subconscious mind that's keeping you from moving forward. Or, you know, here's the bottom line. You have to address that and then move past it. The way to move past it isn't to sit around and think about your feelings and your big why and work on your dream boards. The way to move past it is just plug in and start creating the content and then you won't, you'll move past the emotion. The physical action always is going to determine your emotional state. So start, uh, stop worrying about your fears and stop worrying about your psychology and stop worrying about your imposter syndrome and stop worrying about all this other Mickey Mouse just start thinking about what, you know, following the, you know, the video plan that we created for you and making your videos so they're going to be of service to other people. If you want to know ultimately why you're not moving forward, it's because you lack the confidence uh, to, to know what to do, frankly. And that really is the bottom line. Once you are creating these videos and you see yourself doing it and you start seeing people watching your videos, you start getting the benefits from it. Are you going to feel more motivated listeners and viewers or less motivated? You're going to feel a hell of a lot more motivated. And that's what's going to change your mindset because you're going to start doing it more frequently. Well, perhaps it's number two. You don't really know what to say or how to start. We hear that a lot in coaching. So talk about something you already know about you know, houses, you guys are all in real estate, right? What are you most knowledgeable about? Maybe your thing is new construction. Maybe your thing is first time buyers. But if you still are coming up blank, refer to our 38 video topics that we rolled out in a previous podcast. We only got through eight on the podcast, but Premier Coaching members have all 38 that you guys can dig into. Uh, market report, for example, that information is pumped out by your boards of realtors. You don't even have to research it. If we are in real estate, uh, selling real estate, for sure, that's what we'd be doing. We'd be doing a weekly video market report and we would be putting it on YouTube and obviously grabbing the attention of all of our centers of influence and past clients, mm -hmm. you know, notifying them directly, sending it to them maybe. But that would be absolutely a perfect way to position yourself in this marketplace as an expert. And like you said, the data is available for you simply by going to your MLS. Next point. Exactly. Point number three, maybe you're freaked out about having to hire a videographer or other social media staff to make your videos. Well, Content is more important than the quality of the video. Tim just talked about that for a second. 
give value. Your video does not have to be perfect. We, we discussed this too. The next okay. point Julie was about to share with you guys is things we covered on a previous podcast. Do go back and listen to those previous, uh, previous podcasts. It's about how to use vidIQ or TubeBuddy, which are essentially these, uh, really in essence, they're coaches and they're going to tell you exactly how to, uh, you really position your video. It's going to suggest tags for you. Tim, what the hell is a tag? All a tag is, is it's like a little thing that tells YouTube search algorithms what your video is about. Well, I don't know what my titles are going to be. I'm not a copywriter. That's no problem. Because what? Guess what? VidIQ will give you suggestions on what the title of your video should be. You guys get it? Yeah, and VidIQ is either cheap or free because I don't remember how there's, much it is. It's nothing really. Yeah, there's a free version and I think you and I are doing the fee version, but I think it's like 300 bucks or something for the year. Not yeah. The we use it every day. Yeah. I mean it, it, but I'll tell you what's more. The thing I find very interesting about, um, vidIQ, it's sort of like, uh, Google has results like this too. You can go and, uh, find out in essence what people are searching for. Mm -hmm. So you can go to Google. <laughs> There's our dog barking in the background. If you want further proof that we're live. not going <laughs> to live. Right. Um, no, like uh, Google, I forget what it's called. Um, Google zeitgeist or something like that. Mm -hmm where you can actually go to see what people are searching for in real time all over the world or just, you know, even in your local market. But what vidIQ does is it tells you the videos that people are watching that might be competitors of yours, but then it also gives you suggestions on what you could be making videos about that they suspect that your potential viewers are searching for. So I don't know if you guys got all this, but like I said, it's like a coach. It's going to say, well, this is what your competitors are doing. This is what's working for them. And this is what we would suggest that you do that we are have a high level of confidence you will get high level search results for and you can start generating free real estate leads on a, a high frequency from those videos by the way for a long period of time which goes to um, which we did talk about in the previous show, but it's worth mentioning. Make sure your content is about as evergreen as possible. Make sure you're not just, now obviously your market reports are going to be week specific and that's fine too, but the rest of your content should have long tail value, which means you're going to be able to create a video today that's going to be relevant two or three years from now. And by the way, yes, you can take your video down and you can then reload it as fresh content with a different description and a different title. Um, and we will, Julie and I ran an encore video and an encore podcast the other day because our electricity was out here and up on the top of this mountain. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's still got the same amount of views and same amount of listens. So guys, this is something that all of you need. Now, remember sidestep here. It's something like, you know, depending on what your particular philosophy is, Julie and I are firm believers that 90% of your time should be spent doing proactively generation and 10% should be spent doing passively generation. Some of you are going to maybe be more comfortable. Maybe if your business is more evolved and you're getting steady streams of business from centers of influence and past clients, maybe it's time for you to look at maybe 75, 25 or 70, 30. You get the point. In other words, um, the vast majority of your lead generation time should always be spent doing proactive, but you should definitely supplement with passive. Next point, Julie. That's right. So point number four, <clears throat> excuse me, perhaps you think you'll look goofy or unprofessional on camera. I hear this a lot from coaching clients, but here's the fact. You look the same on video as you do in real life. So if you're worried about how you look on camera, maybe upgrade your look and your skills. Maybe you're overly worried about it and using that as an excuse. But whatever you upgrade for your video will also serve you well in real life. So you're not allowed to be weird about that anymore. And in fact, in the Harris Rules book, we have an entire chapter about how to upgrade everything. But also, we told them already, they don't necessarily have to be the stars of their videos. No. They, you know, because an introvert's not going to want to do that. I, That's You true. and I are both introverts and I don't want to be. And you don't have to. And we don't have to. Make what they're, so think to yourself, what is it that my potential viewer is going to be interested in? You know, if not, we gave you 38 ideas. 
And there's obviously a lot more than that. And then, okay, so if that is what they're interested in, if they're interested in a specific new park that's opening or, you know, some other roadway that's getting whatever, whatever it is interested that's relevant to your community, then what's going on in the market? What the hell does that have to do with you? It has nothing to do with you. If you're giving them something of value, don't think of, think of yourself as like, almost like an old school newsreader, like a Walter Cronkite or a Dan Rather type before everyone became opinionated. You don't have to be opinionated. Don't make it about you. Make it about what your potential buyer or seller is going to want to consume, thus releasing yourself for having to be overly, I don't know, worrisome about how people are going to perceive you in video. Look, Julie and I totally and completely understand where you're coming from. Everybody who's ever been apprehensive to create a video understands. So don't make yourself the star of it. You can, by the way, you can create an intro to the video. You can use your iPhone. I don't know anything about Androids. You can flip it to 4K setting. You can put it on cinematic. Um, And then if you wanted to have someone clean the video up, maybe improve the lighting or the shading or just whatever, whatever. There are plenty of people out there that can do that. So they can, if your video is, and and just a couple little suggestions. Actually, I'll tell you guys a quick, funny story. So Julie and I are in the gym in Puerto Rico not too long ago, and there's Ricky Martin. And we've seen Ricky Martin before tons of times when we talked to him. Uh, But, you know, Julie wanted a picture with him. So we went up to him. And we asked him, of course, he was very, very, very friendly. And by the way, this picture's on Instagram. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, it's at timandjulieharris.com. So I'm, you know, I get on my iPhone, Julie's standing next to Ricky, and then he starts directing me. Like Ricky Martin, you know, an international, you know, decades-long superstar, is now telling me where to stand. He wasn't, he wasn't even doing it to be like funny. He was saying the light, this is how no, you it's do like this. like his natural thing that just came right up. He's like, here's what you want to do. What are you guys doing? Turn around this way. Exactly. So we took a great picture. But the point of it was, is you want to have like, for example, um, the video that started the start of this video, for example, if you're watching this on YouTube, we did that standing in front of a little dinette light. And so that's all you have to do is you have to put the light in your face. And so, and again, there's lots of little hacks to this to make it so that it's super simple and then send it to somebody. If you don't know how to do it, that'll clean the video up, improve lighting, improving shading. You know, these are little tiny things that you can do, but even if you don't want to do that, like I said, just create the video about the content that your, that your particular subject video is about, whatever you said the title is about, and don't overanalyze it. The and content just, is the star. The, the content needs to be the star. That's the, that is where essentially that's where the trend is moving towards. It's moving away from people rewarding through lots of views, all these sort of uh, hyperbolic wannabe influencer YouTube stars. And they're looking for people that have more substance, be that person. Again, we gave you dozens of ideas for videos, just copy them, it's not that difficult. That's right, so point number five, why you might not be doing this yet, and this is a very direct point, is that perhaps you think you need additional gear and tech that you don't understand or aren't ready to invest in, but you don't actually need a bunch of gear. You already know how to make videos. You do it probably every single day. Done is better than perfect, so just use your iPhone. Just use your iPhone, go to settings, put it on 4K, put it on cinematic, and you're good to go. And then you can load it directly up from your iPhone. After you've recorded the video, you can load that video up directly to YouTube, and then you can go into YouTube and you can do your editing. That's how hard it is. Super simple. Point number six. Point number six, you don't want to hire somebody to do a bunch of editing. Tim just talked a lot about editing, but you can learn how to do some basic stuff like how to trim right on your iPhone 
It's, it's built right in. All you have to do is mess around with it for about two minutes and you can learn how to trim. But practice a few times until you're comfortable. Trim the beginning and the end. It's okay to mess up a little bit. It makes you more real. But the best edit is to simply reshoot the video. Keep them short and full of content. And that's another thing too. People, don't, generally speaking, don't watch long form videos. The behavior, human behavior is changing really, really fast. The attention spans are getting shorter. Uh, we watch the view time on some of our videos and you know, it's basically it, it's the hundred percent start and something like usually towards the end, like 30% finish the video. And I sent you guys can, you know, run the, the uh, averages down. So that tells me that our videos and you're noticing that they are shorter because Julie and I are coachable. Mm -hmm. They need to be shorter. Our podcasts need to be shorter because most of you pay attention, really pay attention for about 15 or 16 minutes. And then you get distracted by your dog barking. <laughs> Well, and if we're honest, the content pieces, like the things that we recommend in the, the 38 things we posted for Premiere, those are all by nature pretty short. Like a market yep. report is going to be five to 10 minutes tops when you're organized about it, right? If you're going to talk about how the difference between an adjustable rate and a 30-year fix, that, that's a five-minute conversation. So if you trip on your words or, you know, something happens, your dog's barking, it only takes five minutes to re-record it. That could be the extent of your editing. You know, here's a fun little side project for some of you. Take your, let's assume you have a centers of influence and past client list. If not, then we'll show you how to do that when you're a member of Premier Coaching. But take your top like 25 uh, centers of influence and past clients. People that have tried to send you business in the past, people that want have successfully sent you business. Why don't you do a short video of you showing them, you know, it could just be a camera on you, your phone on you, and you're saying, hey, Bob, this is, you know, this is Tim and Julie. We've, I have got some great news for you about what's going on in the market. And then turn your camera around, just hit the flip button, and then show your computer screen and show them what's going on, and then explain the data to them. You don't need to worry about screen sharing and all the rest yeah. of it. Just keep it real and then send that video directly to them. You can text it to them if it's not too long. You don't think people are going to appreciate knowing what's going on in their home's value in this particular market? Of course they are. Point number seven, perhaps you are just too busy to get videos done. I really don't like hearing that as a coach, but let's let's just say that maybe you do have a lot of plate spinning, but you have to make the time, you have to make it a priority. This is free and it lives much longer than direct mail, voicemail, text, even Facebook and Instagram posts. When you generate more business, you don't have to tolerate things that are speculative, uh, ineffective and inefficient. So you've got to make time. And we just talked about, you don't have to make that much time. Maybe you do two videos per week and it takes you a total of an hour a piece between putting the content together, cutting it, you know, maybe redoing it once or twice till you're comfortable with it. And, and that's just your first few. You'll get better and better the more you do it. Well, think about the nature of video compared to all the socials, right? Like you said, most of the other socials are designed to be consumable. Mm -hmm. You put it up, it's done. No yes. one searches old Instagram posts. No one search, reads old tw uh, tweets or looks at old Facebook posts. But they do have uh, YouTube does create a sort of a legacy for you. So you will have compounding benefits of a video. You create a video today, you put it up. Let's say it gets two or three views in the first two or three days. Then it gets nine views and it gets 12 views and it gets 20 views. The next thing you know, it has 30,000 views. And the way, again, we'll show you how to optimize the videos inside of YouTube. Use vidIQ, there's your shortcut to learn how to do it. And we're gonna show you how to use vidIQ inside Premiere. Just text the word Premiere to 47372. Text the word Premiere to 47372 and join Premiere Coaching now. But the moral of the story is, is these have a compounding effect. 
when you've created a library of videos about your local community, that will have a compounding effect. You'll go from having 50 views to 500 views to 5,000 views. And what's happening is all these videos, the more they get watched, the more people engaged with the videos, make sure you answer the questions and all the rest of it, the more YouTube starts sharing the videos with other people. Like I can tell you, because Julie and I have been really paying attention to our YouTube stuff, one of our top, if not the top source for our video views are, is YouTube been telling people who are watching similar videos that they might like ours. I forget what the exact term is, but that will say that same thing will happen to you guys once you let the train leave the station and start your content syndication plan. So our final point, maybe you just don't take it seriously and I wrote yet, but realize that the majority of your prospects are looking on YouTube and Instagram. Just because you don't use YouTube as a search engine does not mean that they don't. Well, but let's, let's really have them understand why. Because there are people listening right now that wouldn't know YouTube if it bit them in the ass, right? Right. But they do know Google. Sure. And they do do searches on their phones. Mm -hmm. And what they're not realizing is when they go to Google or really any search engine, and again, the placement of the YouTube video search results are almost always coming up even after the tech or before the textual results. Yeah. So like if you were like Julie and I bought our URL, I think in 1997, timandjulieharris.com. And back then there was no YouTube. So it was all about how you can get YouTube to see your blog post or article or whatever it is as, authori as authoritative and then push it up high in the search results, right? That was the game for a long time. But now what Google did is they said, you know what, all those textual results, that's all great and whatnot. Uh, but we're going to give preference to YouTube, A, because we own YouTube, but B, because we know people are more apt to not just consume video content, but keep consuming video content. Oh, and by the way, we can monetize it easier. So by putting YouTube at the top of the search results, because Google owns YouTube, they're selling ads on the YouTube videos. So naturally, they're going to push you to from one profit center to another to another. And that's, again, and they'll tell you, they give you the exact tools and the keys how to make it so that they're going to want your videos to be viewed by more people. Why do they want your videos to be viewed by more people? Because they can sell more ads. Now, you, when do you start selling ads? When you've got about 5,000 subscribers. When you get 5,000 subscribers, they allow you to monetize your um, YouTube channel. Do you have to subscribe, monetize your YouTube channel? No, you do not. Do you make a lot of money from uh, YouTube video ads? No, you do not. We have in uh, Dorado, Julie and I have a lot of friends who are professional YouTubers, right? One in particular, you guys should check out their channel called J House, right? Mm -hmm, I think. And it's a kid's thing, but it's really nice and the people are wonderful, they're really sweet, we've become friends with them. But their videos kill it. Yeah, their average video, just go to J House on YouTube. Uh, and again, it's like a kid's thing. Does they got four kids, I think. Mm -hmm. They have a million views per video. Now they have dozens and dozens and dozens of video. But every million views you have on YouTube, Jeremy told me, Jay House, um, and others have told me, you make about $5,000 total. So when you get up to a million, you will have earned about $5,000. But he has dozens of YouTube videos, and obviously they're getting watched every single day. And when they watch, she's getting paid because the ads are running on the YouTube video, and he's revenue sharing with YouTube and making money off of it. That is a big flipping job to try to figure out and that is going to be all consumptive we're not in any way suggesting you become some sort of big influencer what we are suggesting is you basically become authoritative on your particular topic which is your particular market as you being a trusted real estate professional that's right it is a potential spoke if done correctly and very consistently spoke, and very carefully spoke meaning a, a 
I have lead generation uh, spoke in your wheel, refer to the Harris Rules book and coaching and everything else, but it is a a legitimate way to drive business. But here's the thing, and I cannot stress this enough. This is why we had so many different podcasts breaking up these topics, how to do it, what you should talk about, how to outfit your videos, right? Is it isn't enough. I don't want you guys to think that you can just make a 10 minute video about your marketplace and and I'm a, a realtor that sells in wherever. That's, that's not gonna be good enough. You can't just do one now because you thought this was a great podcast series, throw it up and wait. You have to follow all the steps that we've laid out for you. This is why the coaches have well, all of those notes too. This is exactly, this is doing what you don't wanna do when you don't wanna do at the highest level, really. Yes. This is at the end of the day. It's working out every day. Mm-hmm. It's you know doing your proactive lead generation calls every day. It's all the things that and really- And the accumulation effect. You can't just do one and think that it's gonna work. Correct, and you know the thing that I rejoice about um, looking at the positive side of this economic, you know dumpster fire we seem to be entering into as a, as a nation, maybe globally, is the result, the result will be the people that were willing to do what they didn't want to do and they didn't want to do it at the highest level and who are sitting watching all these other people that were able to uh, seemingly shortcut the real work, those people are going to run out of essentially runway. Yes. And the people that really have the skill set and the mindset are going to be victorious. And that's what happens to businesses, to individuals. There are so many people that were living lives based on essentially just fantasies, based on faking it until you make it. And that comes in many, many, many different forms. So if you're one of those people, which you probably are, we will strongly suggest that you retool your life now, you know, frankly, while you have some breathing room before you have to, because there is no real reason to believe that we're not going to be in this economic you know, strife for long periods of time. Last time, and I said this on every podcast, I certainly don't want to wrap today's show on a negative note, but there's every reason to believe that we're going to be in this cycle for a decade. And that's going to be a new experience for all of us. Last time the United States went through something like this, you know, I was, um, how old was I? I was one. <laughs> I was. Well, it it lasted, came out of it in the 80s. So you were, it, it started in 1971. Yeah. It ended in 1981. Um, mm-hmm. You were just being born, right? Mm-hmm. So the moral of the story here, guys, is many of you don't know. I mean, unless you're older than us, you don't have any experience with, with what it's like to actually have to coexist with a recession, let alone what might be stagflation. That's okay. Don't worry about it. You happen to be in the most, frankly, I think recession-proof business of all because you're selling something that everybody needs. Everybody needs a place to live. Everyone will always need a place to live. You happen to be the person that sells the places to live. There Now, will it remove some of the speculative buying and selling? Most likely, will it remove some of the house flipping and the investing in the overnight, I'm a millionaire, billionaire, millennial types? It will because all of that into the business is going to be shown for what it was, which is a lot of people swimming naked and now the tide is coming in. Yes, I read or going out. Going out. I read something, maybe it was Inman, maybe one of the articles this morning that said the uh, iBuyer model already in this short, maybe one quarter worth of uh, yeah. change has gone from an average of 17% profit when they, you know, I buy or something and then flip it down to 7% and is on the downward slide. So well, you're th- right about but that. this goes true. And again, I don't want to, but this goes true to, for example, discount brokerages or it oh, goes, yeah. well, look at what happened with Redfin and they're basically a discount brokerage. Mm-hmm. Look what happened uh, people, any business that has high margin or a low margins and high overhead, Yes. any business in our, in the real estate industry, where people built their mansion on land they didn't own. And that would be buying leads. That would be having big teams, big overhead, all these types of, 
you know, unnecessary expenses uh, that may have worked and may have made sense in the previous market when interest rates were super low, when everybody was just frothy and just so, you know, living and breathing FOMO, fear of missing out. That's all gone. Or if it's not gone completely, it will soon be gone. Even in a relatively strong seller's market, which bizarrely, it will remain a relatively strong seller's market for years and years to come. And here's another side note. Now I'm going to probably leave this as the high point of today's podcast. The reality of it is, is real estate is going to become, if not already, one of the stalwarts of this really, you know, like I said, an economic dumpster fire. People are going to want to get out of cash and they're going to say, where the hell am I going to put my money? They're not going to want to put it in the bank. They're not going to want to put it in bonds. They're going to put it in real estate. And that is, oddly enough, despite interest rates, going to increase demand because you're going to see more cash buyers. That is, our, that is what's going to happen because people are going to see the purchasing power of their money depreciating. So they're going to want to put their money into something that will at least retain value. In real estate, guys, in a market like this is pretty much the top drawer investment you should be putting your money into. And there's other things too, but real estate definitely is one of them. So you are again in the right place at the right time. Now you just have to know the right things so you can be of service to people. And that's what Premier Coaching is all about. So remember to text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. If you are outside the continental United States or if you don't want to text, that's fine too. Just um, go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. In the meantime, guys, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast and hopefully soon YouTube channel for real estate professionals. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.